All right, it's been a while. I always say that, but it's been a while since I've done a on-the-road pod. And, um, you know, work has been really uh, kicking my behind. All right, sucking the energy out of me. But no mas. Um, I am going to do a review of Shang-Chi. Just saw it about, about almost a week ago. I wanted to record this earlier. Didn't get a chance to. So I went in there with kind of so-so expectations. I was hearing good things. I was hearing mixed things. Went to go see it after after work at the uh, Imagine Theater. Really nice theater. They have a piano that plays uh, movie classics in the lobby. And it was funny that uh, when I get to when I went to get the ticket. I had to go to the bar to buy a ticket because I don't know for some reason the there wasn't anyone at the attendance uh, or booth or whatever you call that and sat down and okay I knew that uh, our lead. I knew that our I knew that our lead was just kind of like there were, there are were rumors that are people saying that he had kind of like a supporting role or he seemed like a supporting actor. Ah, I kind of agree. He doesn't quite have um, uh, the movie magnetism of other uh, movie stars. It doesn't necessarily. Uh, that's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just maybe not his strength. But I think he still held his own. I thought the fighting scenes in this were, for the most part, excellent. Uh, They weren't perfect. I think we needed a little bit more. I think some of the punches and the kicks were kind of so flurries, so fast, that I think we didn't quite see the form on the punches and all that you know they should have probably slowed it down a little bit more but it didn't get too shaky there's some good scenes with uh, um, uh, the CG towards the middle there's this uh, this is some spoilers here there's a map that they throw up into the onto the ground, and so it's a big special effect for this map on the ground, which is kind of neat. You didn't know where where they were going with that special effect, so that was memorable. Map made of water. The movie, the first part of it, went slow I'd say with the exception of the of the bus scene which is uh, one of the best scenes in the movie is uh, him on the bus and 
takes on this guy with uh, one one arm, one bladed arm, or one regular arm and the other one's bladed. He's probably a comic book. Char- I hope he's a com- comic book character. Uh, I hope they didn't just make him up for this movie. But anyway, after that, it slows down. Slows down quite a bit. And there's some exposition. He meets the characters. and uh, This woman, uh, Aquafina, is her real-life name. Spilled, spelled, spelled with a W in it. She has got just a deepy, raspy voice. I just couldn't... Uh, I just couldn't get over that that kind of voice came out of that kind of person. <laughs> just to really kind of like this. Wow. It's just... I'm just... I'm not trying to knock it. I'm just saying it is what that is. It's just... It, it's just a weird match. Um, like a heavy husky voice. That being said, I mean, she's fine in the part. You know, she, she's kind of the comedy sidekick in it. She's got a good part where she learns archery. And this mentor guy is just kind of like, I don't know, it's, you need more practice. And, uh. There's kind of a, a Shangri-La scene, and it is—it's kind of reminiscent of uh, Iron Fist, the kind of similar background where they have this Shangri-La kind of place, mystical place. And one of the neat parts about it is that they go to get there; they have to go through like this tree maze, and the trees end up uh, almost crushing people just to get—you know—trying to get there. It's a fun kind of gimmick, and it kind of reminds me of Doctor Strange, where Doctor Doctor Strange has that gimmick of the uh, of the twirling uh, the twirling lights that, that he steps steps through. But I, even more so, the, the cities how the cities kind of fold in under the, fold into themselves like Inception esque kind of thing happening there. Well, that's this movie's equivalent is the trees, the tree maze that they try to go through. That was shown on the map, and they can crush people because just you have to, they just collide together, and they you know they make it to the mystical land. And I thought that was neat. I think it was cool to have that. They have these big uh, kind of different creatures, like lying, like a lion uh, creature, but it like. It, you, influenced from uh, Chinese art and they have a creature that has no face with little wings and I thought that was different and unique so there's some good world building in it Ben Kingsley makes an appearance (laughs) which I was surprised and I wasn't sure how I felt at first because I didn't like his character in in Iron Man uh, Iron Man 3 
But I like that they're trying to make up for it in this one. Although I kind of wish he had a scene with the, the real Mandarin in this movie. Speaking of the real Mandarin in this movie, this actor is excellent. He's great in this role. I can't think of the guy's name right now, but he's awesome. Like, even with the subtitles, he's he's an excellent actor, and he, he really nails a part of this villain where you have some kind of sympathy, although overall he's kind of a selfish, greedy character. He falls in love with the, this good, uh, mystical woman, and she, you know, changes him for the better, kind of. But he is tricked into these, uh, and duped into this, into trying to find her and behind this wall of, like, I don't know how to explain this quite right. Kind of like bat dragons or something. Tentacle, it's kind of H.P. Lovecraft-ish. Uh, bat tentacle creatures behind this wall, scaly wall, where she's talking to him, telling telling him to let her out. And he's so blinded by his love for her, and then he, he misses her, that he keeps trying to pound this thing open with his with his rings. And the rings in this are, are, are cool. I like how they use them. The special effects on the rings are, are awesome. And they, they feel like they have power and weight. So it's very, very well done there. It reminds me of the Infinity Gauntlet. Like, it's like its own version of the Infinity Gauntlet in a way. And there, you could tell, like, they put a little bit more oomph into this movie. Like, just the way it was made. And I thought the CG was, for the most part, pretty pretty good. Uh, there's a dragon towards the end of this. I know I'm skipping a lot, but... Which, I, I'm assuming that they're saying it's Fing Fang Foom. But it doesn't look like the Fing Fang Foom from the comics. That bugged me. I didn't like that. But there's a dragon in it. And the dragon fights the creature, the main creature that comes out of the scaly wall. And this scaly, this, this creature, this tentacled bat-like creature or whatever, ends up sucking souls out of people, which I thought was a neat touch. And it goes head-to-head with the Fing Fang. And, yeah. It's some good back-and-forth stuff. Some good action there. Some, that's when uh, Aquafina shoots her arrow and lands a winning blow uh, against the creature. Um, everything kind of comes together there. She gets incredibly lucky. <laughs> of course. But... Yeah, Ben Kingsley kind of his character kind of redeems himself a little bit. He he fights for the good guys, and well, at least he he stands in support of them. I don't know how well he fights in it, but yeah, it's it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. I th- I enjoyed it. Uh, I would give it a 
I give it I give it an 8 out of 10 it's a good movie I might watch it a couple more times um, if, is it very good eh, it's almost very good it's like teetering on a 9 so it might even be an 8.5 really but I'm, I'm trying to be a little bit more conservative these days and I give it a solid 8 uh, I think the two points off are because this is the exposition towards in the beginning they could have cut some things that kept things moving along or added a scene some kind of scene that gets us you know uh, I don't know if, it, if you needed a fight scene but something something with a action happening in it although I, I guess they, they're trying to build the characters up so you I guess I can understand that. So it's not a terrible f- fault. It just felt very... It reminded me of Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Where it just... They have a big heavy fight scene in the beginning. And then after that, there's a long exposition scene. And you just... You fall asleep. I fell asleep. Like I was nodding off. Like it just kind of loses me. Because the visual energy was so high... And then it comes down. And then they have to start going into things a bit. And it was such a... It brought me down so much. To where I couldn't really hang in there. And the the, the dialogue wasn't as peppy as it could have been. Or what have you. So that's the the problem with having big scenes like that. At the beginning of the movie. Is that you have to come down from that visual high. And watch and hear the exposition. And if it's not that fun or entertaining you're, you're gonna nod out so there's there's my review oh um Xing Shi's uh, sister in this very well done she's excellent uh, she's I mean it, everyone's doing a top notch job acting wise but uh, she's good in it and like her fight scenes are awesome she twirls the her little uh, her little chain really well and the end of the movie has an Easter egg, but I, I wasn't that really blown away by the Easter egg. I'm like, well, that, that was kind of like, whatever, you know. But I, I liked her character, and I thought she was good. I thought the actress playing her was, was, was excellent. And I guess that's all I have to say about that right now, because I'm almost uh, to the job. And But yeah, I think the guy, the lead, the lead guy... I'm not going to say his name because I don't want to say it wrong. Uh, I think he serves, he serves, he's, he's good at, with the character and there's a good um, arc between him and his father in it. Who's the, you know, the Mandarin. And uh, the guy that plays Mandarin, top notch. So it's a great performance there. That's why I'm saying it's almost a nine. Because that guy's performance is such a great villain in it. I kind of wish we had more of them. You know, in in the MCU. So let's see. I don't know what they're going to do with the multiverse thing. If they bring in a different version of him through the multiverse, that would be cool. I think that's a solid idea. Maybe one that's more comic accurate. Where he's got, at least has a beard. 
and some some crazy wardrobe. So okay, um, there you go. Thanks for listening. That's my movie review on the road. It's been a while, and hope to be in the studio soon. Recording another podcast. Thanks for listening.